<laughs> okay. Oh, hello. Hello. Fancy meeting you here at this debutante ball. Now, I do declare that you are some of the finest-looking peaches I've ever seen with my own two eyes. I don't think you can say that anymore. <laughs> well, what ho, shit the bed! Welcome to the Disinformed Podcast! My name is Shane. I'm Jonathan. And they call me Michael. No one calls you that. Like how we're traveling from Louisiana to Arizona again. Yes. It, you know, it happens. I, I wanted to try to be classy for once. We actually managed it for three seconds, and then we brought ourselves back down to level, so... Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because we were quiet for the first three seconds. Exactly. Yeah, yeah room noise After the pitch. snorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll give you room noise chips, ahoy. Ooh. <laughs> What's a Nestle Pass? <laughs> <laughs> I am really glad that you guys like them. <laughs> Welcome back to Michael Pronounces Things. The Nestle Cookies? Yeah. Nestle? Yeah, I mean, if you want to be <laughs> accurate. Yeah. yeah. I accurate always pronounce that. things phonetically. That's how you get all the pusey. Uh, you phony edit. <laughs> I, I like, like that it perfectly punctuated pusey. pusey. Yes. <laughs> Uh, that was a Pusey piece, actually. He's my favorite composer. So, <laughs> well, Michael, what are we chatting about this week? What are we talking about? Oh, yeah. We are talking about the Mandela effect. Nelson? Or, or the Mandala yeah, effect. Actually, if Nelson you Mandela. Again, yeah. Pronounce mm-hmm. that. Hey, can we, can we play a game? Mandela? Uh, we can play a game. Firstly, would you like to know what the brand of hairbrush that Michael uses is? What? It's going to be his new nickname. Oh, no. Hollywood Beauty. <laughs> so we have now gone from Dark Temptation to Hollywood Beauty. No, I still use Dark Temptation. You do, but, but your now, nickname is Hol- now Hollywood Beauty. Yeah. So brace for impact on that. Did you know well, that you can change people's names inside of our group chat? Uh, yeah. I did not. Now you do. Oh, do no. I'm an old do, fucker. Do, so. do with that what, what you will. Okay. I duly mean, noted. Uh, so this is a Ask Reddit. And it's a ass ass Reddit. Uh, there's a, there's there is that. Yeah, okay. uh, of course. But this is ask Reddit. Ax. Let me ask you something. Is ask. it Dark Temptation? There is a scratch and sniff map of the United States. What does your state smell like? Ass. So, top comment. I'm from New Jersey, and I really don't want to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Beautiful. So I have uh. an interesting story. Ooh, that I can okay. uh, sort of devolve with. But cool. it's uh, something that happened organically this week, and it brought up a really strange sort of, like, twitch Uh-oh. for me. The individual, and this is mostly going to play with John, so I'm, I'm sorry I play I with John a lot. Guys, he doesn't yeah. complain. Yeah. But uh, it's not the individual who inspired the song Serendipity Doodah likes the Damn the Weather page. They do. And liked some of our posts recently. Okay. And I have not thought about this person since I wrote that song, which is over a decade ago. So I had a really bizarre acid flashback, and it brings to mind the fact that that song is cursed. And I realize I don't think I've ever actually told that story. No. So, uh, to catch you up to speed, I wrote a song back in about 2007 called Serendipity Doodah. The reason that I it's called that is that it is one of my most depressing songs ever, oh. but it has an up-tempo, jaunty kind of feel, so it's supposed to feel like a really happy song. So like Semi-Charmed Life? Basically. Okay. 
And it so. is infectious too. Like once you, you you've probably heard it, but you just don't know that it's Shane's, right? Because <laughs> it's famous worldwide. Fair. But, uh, so when the advent of online dating sort of germinated, I was right on the cusp, which dates me to how old I am. But uh, the first date I ever went out on with somebody through online dating, after having done the whole electronic courtship and correspondence and getting to know the person and really liking them, I met this young woman who will remain nameless. We'll call her... Uh, that was actually me doing that. I'm sorry. Uh, we met at a pizza place. We had a really great time. Big had Rico's? A, no. Big Rico's is no longer here because of the dangerous activity with wheat and wheat byproducts. So... Uh, I imagined a slice over at Big Rico's the other day, but I did not have it with her. So, in any event, <laughs> we have pizza. It's uh, at this swank little place in Scottsdale. As we left the restaurant, we go out, we sit in my car for like an hour and a half having a conversation. So, first date, this is fantastic. We're about like four and a half hours in. Over the course of the evening... The car is, of course, steaming up, as things tend to do, and not from the sort of activity you would have expected, but because we're talking enough and it's cool enough outside oh, that yeah. it fogs all the windows up. <laughs> yep, so yep. she makes a little smiley face in the lower right-hand corner of my windshield and, you know, just kind of leaves it there. We finish up the date. It starts raining when we're in my car. And so I do this stupid, like, romantic gesture nonsense that I did because I was in my mid-twenties and thought the world was going to come to my doorstep. I started dancing with her in the rain, like you do. Before and you then that wet shoes are the worst feeling in the world. Mm -hmm. oh. Squishy, squishy. Uh, and I kissed her, and it was a really wonderful moment, and it crystallized in my head, and I'm like, this is perfect. It's the perfect date. She got in her car, and she texted me 40 minutes later the line from Back to the Future, which was, kissing you was like kissing my brother. Ooh, oh, now, that's a lot of damage. If you want to talk about the amount that my ego crumbled in the course of one evening, from the highest of heights to the lowest of lows, then a week later, I go out, I get in my car, and I'm already having a rough go of it to begin with, and as I'm getting in, it's, you know, winter, so it's cool, and I look down at the fucking right corner of my windshield, and there's the fucking smiley face she made with her hands. And I'm like, Mm. So the opening line of the song is, there's a ghost of a smile on my windshield tonight. And the rest of the song is me working all this nonsense out. So I tell that story specifically to say that that song, subsequently, has been cursed. And I'm not kidding. I played it at the State Fair one time with a band I was in at the time called Amory Avenue. I was accosted by a drunk jackass who danced around me on stage, tweaked my nipple... And then proceeded to pull out a brown paper bag, which contained a stuffed cow. But I say this at the time, Dimebag Daryl had been shot to death on stage probably like three months prior. So I'm like, oh, cool, this is how I'm checking out. An asshole is going to shoot me to death yeah. in front of my parents at the Arizona State Fair. Which the State Fair is just, especially back then, probably even more so ghetto. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Uh, two months after that, I'm playing a show at the Rogue Bar in Tempe, and uh, two people got in a bum fight up at the bar. The gentleman who was working security was also the bartender for that evening, so they fought in a, oh like, God. Walking Dead zombie 
for five minutes, one of the gentleman's shoes came off when he hit the other guy and it flew up and hit me on stage. So interrupted that song. I then played it at the Fiddler's Dream like three months after that and the electricity went off in the middle of the song. So every single time I played that song for like a good year and a half, something horrible happened. Does and it so still just, apply? Uh, it does not. I was going to say, so because I finally you played that song. Um, you Actually, I think it's back in the rotation now. Mm-hmm. It's We are at the 10-year anniversary of my having released the album that that was on, so I started breaking it back out, and nothing, knock wood, thump, thump. This is actually... Wait, wait, wood. wait. Nothing has happened yet. So, uh, interesting story. Just thought it was odd, but that woman's face showing up in our Facebook feed screwed me up. Did you ever ask her if she ever wanted to have sex with her brother? Yeah. The you thought had not occurred to me. St- stepbrother is a thing on Pornhub. It is a lane. You, you don't have to very... tell me these things. I'm aware, but I mean, it just... He invented the lane. Are you okay with stepbrothers? That lane has a giant, like, water-filled barricade at the end of it for me, unfortunately. I just can't stop coming! (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, thank you for letting me digress for a second, but I thought you would find it funny. I remember parts of that, but I didn't... It's been long enough since I've heard that that story. It kind of... There's so many. Yeah, Um, yeah. We've had our fair share of really, really fucked up exchanges as far as how our dating lives have gone. Uh, I'm sure Michael has a has a couple that we could get into off off mic sometime. Do you want to talk about the Tijuana? Listen, that donkey show is just between Michael and his mother. And my therapist. <laughs> it's pronounced the rapist. Depends on the circle you're in. <laughs> yeah. And how many jerks are part of it. So that was that was SNL. Ghoulish overkill, ghoulish overkill. Oh, back on track, Michael. <laughs> so So the Mandela effect. Let's talk let's veering into talking about a South African leader. Yeah. Yeah. So the Mandela effect. So that is actually not that is a term that's not the scientific term. The scientific term is actually uh false memory. Okay. Uh, and it's defined, according to Wikipedia, mm-hmm. as a, uh, I almost said a physiological, a psychological phenomenon where a person recalls something that did not happen or that something happened differently from the way it actually happened. So, so all of my ex-girlfriends. Yes. And, and that story I just told. You can Yes. You can follow along on the Wikipedia page, but uh, there's a lot of information because false memory is a big topic. Yeah. And I read the Deanie Coons book. Yeah, I liked yeah. Deanie Coons. Deanie Coons. Touch my weenie. Fair enough. Um, but weenie? I scrolled all the way down from all those interesting, cool topics and sections to the commonly held false memories section, which is where most of well, I actually have like six or seven sources. I had to outdo myself this time, okay. mainly just grabbing a couple of quotes here and there because I just like seeing what people were saying. Uh, oh, one sure. of which is a BuzzFeed article. So I'm hit oh, with the times. Yeah, some really um, uh, hardcore journalistic integrity over there. I've heard. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start with uh, where it came from and talking about this person named Fiona Broom. And then maybe get in a little rant because I uncovered something I didn't really want to. And it kind of is an overarching um, connection between all the other things that I've actually talked about. And it's so funny because, uh, you know what, I'll get to it when I get to it. Okay, so, the shared false memory phenomenon was dubbed the Mandela Effect by self-described paranormal consultant Fiona Broom 
In reference to a false memory she reported of the death of South African leader Nelson Mandela in the 1980s. And for all the people that are in this reality, hint, um, who actually, he lived, he died in December of 2013. So it's actually his like six year death anniversary, which is actually coincidental. I didn't even realize that. Mm -hmm. But she claimed, like she claimed that he had died in the 1980s. And that was shared by, quote, perhaps thousands, unquote, of other people. Um, So... She and Philip K. Dick hang out a lot, then. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. According, uh, so those who experience the Mandela effect, according to Broom, don't have a false memory. In fact, they share the memory of an event that took place in an alternate or parallel universe. So basically the plot of Blake Crouch's recursion. Or 1122-63. Yes, actually. That's a good connection there. Which also came out this year. Shane needs to read it. And Wait, Recursion came out this year? Yeah, it did. Oh. And it'll Seems be so a Netflix ago. show in 2020. It was up on the Goodreads best of lists for voting. Made so. me very happy that I uh, that I got to it. I've... Anyway. So, little rant here. Uh, you know, it's really funny how often this sort of thing comes to my life. When I decided to research this topic, it never crossed my mind that quantum mechanics would somehow feature here. But whenever a quack tries to wrap their head around something that doesn't make sense to them, they immediately attribute it to quantum mechanics. (laughs) How do two hydrogens and one oxygen remember the properties of substances made of a multitude of different substances? Wow, I should have um, read through that sentence a couple times before I... whatever. Must be quantum mechanics. Why do my brakes squeak whenever I try to apply them in heavy rain? Quantum Quantum mechanics. mechanics. The condom didn't work. The jizz must have quantum tunneled through the condom. That's actually (laughs) going to be my uh, Netflix series. So, Michael, you've watched You're the Worst, right? Yes. So, you know the main character, Jimmy Shagloverly? And how he's a writer. And how when he wants to heckle people, he has to physically write it and print it out and mm-hmm. take it with him yeah is that what you're doing right now <laughs> i when i first saw the quantum mechanics thing i sat i well i was standing because i have a standing desk as you guys can see but well, you might have seen it on the instagram pictures but anyway i sat there or i stood there and i was like you gotta be shitting me no matter where i go no matter what research i look into there's fucking quantum mechanics someone's like oh it must be quantum mechanics that explains why we have the shared false memories it's the uh the post hoc ergo proctor hawk yes um i mean i didn't mention this in the last episode but quantum mechanics featured in the tree somehow no it didn't actually um <laughs> anybody who thought that the tree is a good idea for a mascot must have been suffering some quantum tunneling effect oh hey we're doing the lying still right yes oh, okay yeah <laughs> Um, so, rant over. Um, another theory which I liked a little bit better was uh, pretty much glitches in the Matrix. In that you remembered something that was written differently. There's a really cool subreddit for that. Oh, um, is it like r slash glitches in the Matrix or something? I, it might be something like that, but it's people like real accounts. And some of it kind of feels like no sleep where some just is like fanfic stuff. But it's people being like... I swore that my brother was dead, or, like, I swore that I saw, like, I've experienced this moment before. Glitch in the Matrix. Two black cats. Rah! 
I think it was actually R slash Ackroyd, I think is the... Thing. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> so. Okay, so I'm going to come... Uh, You're going to come? I already did. We'll clean so, it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cover... I want to cover a couple of other, like, non-Mandela Mandela effects that you, you guys have probably you encountered. cover him and come? I'm going to come... Or, yeah. Cover him? Yeah. Okay. Cover so, me up. Um, because I realized that, like... There's already a lot of good sources that have covered the actual Mandela effect, like, with respect to Nelson Mandela. So I was like, well, let's cover some more things that I know I've heard and dealt with at some other point in my life. So maybe you guys could. And then I kind of threw in a couple of lies to see what parallel reality you're actually in. So the first one... uh, You know, the odd thing about that is is I'm actually reading In the Dark Tower right now, which this is not terrible spoilers because you will get there. One of the characters starts encountering realities that change moment to moment. So he will fall asleep in one reality and wake up in the other one. So the uh, presidents on the currency changes. Oh. And depending on where he's at, like the place he works, the name of the restaurant changes. Okay. Depending upon That's the day that is. So you'll have a lot of fun. That's when in Wolves of the Kala. That's in Wolves of the Kala. Cool. So, uh, cool. It also features another Stephen King character that was in another Stephen King story. Salem's that this Lot, happens maybe. To. Exactly. Mm. So Father Callahan rears his ugly head, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So get anyway, there, kids. Hurry up. We're getting there. I'm trying. Um, so. You guys remember the children's book series, The Berenstein Bears. I knew this was happening. Mm. I I almost made a comment. How do you spell it? What is the last three letters in it? So Uh, to me, it's S-T-E-I-N. Those are five letters, but... What about you? Uh, Q-R-S. So he's from an entirely different parallel universe. He's off the map. Yeah. So it it ends with E-I-N. Cool. E- yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. S-T-E-I-N, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. But other people argue... Would spell it with an A-I-N. This yeah. is real. Shane mm-hmm. Shane looks like someone just hit, like slapped the soul out of his body so in the, the computer lab. So the Bears released an album called Break the Cycle? They were stained? I don't know how they spelled that. I'm talking about the hit children's book series and TV show. Well, it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> Shane's only Shane's only used to seeing a couple kind of bears, and he usually finds them on Grinder. Well, I that's do. because he's a bear himself. Speaking of which, I just had something ping up, and there's two of them in this room. I'm looking for a good time. I would not call him a bear. No, he is a... Uh, he wouldn't be a twink. He's I'm a twink versatile. Mm. No, you are an otter. What's an the otter? Fuck? It's a twink with a beard. Oh, <laughs> sure. It's not hard to put together. Is this PC? Are we are we problematic? It's right not, now? No, 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 it's not. That's an. I can be a twink. Yeah. yeah, I can be yeah. a, a twatter. Uh-huh. One of my friends, he only goes, and he told me for bears. That's and, his. That's his oh, preference. I mean, what do you call someone who's Asian who's also a bear? Their name? A panda bear. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing. I'm not making these up. Continue. Oh. Um. Okay. So. <laughs> Do you remember the 1994 classic Shazam, starring legendary comedian Sinbad as a genie? I mean, I didn't I, watch he, it, but yes, I remember it's a thing. Um, no, it's uh, it's Shaq, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, it never existed. 
People confuse Sinbad wearing a genie-like costume during the TV representation of Sinbad the Sailor uh-huh. with those movies in 1994 with the 1980 uh, the 1996 film Kazam. Fuck, wherein Shaq played a genie. Yeah, that was yeah, that. Yeah. You might have seen something like that on Reddit because that was actually a big deal. Um, there was this one Reddit user that actually had this whole story where he worked at his older brother's video store and he had to watch through Shazam featuring Sinbad a couple of times to check for defects in the VHS tapes and whatever. Nope, never existed. Now, you said Shazam, and the first thing I thought was Gomer Pyle. And that shows how much older I am than the two of yous. So, good luck. Okay. Gomer Pyle uh, was featured in Mayberry, uh, you know, for the Andy Griffith show, and then later had his own show. And whenever Gomer was amazed at something, he'd go, Shazam! All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the actual 1980s, folks. This actually happened. So so there's an actual psychological term for this. And I, I just wanted to mention it because it's a cool word. Confabulation. Confabulation. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's a it's a type of memory error, which is essentially like false memory, okay. uh, defined as the production of fabricated, distorted, or misinterpreted memories about oneself or the world. And so that's actually all like of John's relationships. Yeah, yeah. Basically. Misremembered, misinformed, which is I saw a lot of parallels to hey. what we actually do. I'm like, oh, this is actually oh, quite pretty cool. cool. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. So um, another thing, snow. Oh, yes. Spit it out, Jizz Factory. <laughs> oh, not on the mic. <laughs> uh, was the uh, Simbad thing bullshit? Nope. Because I know the the Shazam thing is an actual film, but the other is not made. Shazam is a DC. Well, I know. Yeah. Yes. But nope, Shazam. The way Shazam features. Kazam. Sin- Sorry. Kazam yes. is okay. Yes. Kazam is a thing yes. with Shazam, but Simbad is not no. a film at all. Which is what you well, said. Shazam is not a film featuring Sinbad as a genie. He it is a film for... that just came out as a DC film. Yes. Right. Noted. He's so, a... Yeah, no, I got, I got what that was. I was just saying, I'm, I'm trying to call bullshit on something uh-huh. before we get so far afield that I don't care anymore. No, no, you're fine. This is, I mean, technically, this is how Ooh. the show should go, so... You were fine. Bullshit. Um, you dismissed. Uh, <laughs> Bullshit. No. <laughs> you just, what, what are you, are you, you said you're an otter? Are you a bear too? I mean. He would be I an mean, otter anyway, technically. Anyway, this guy was just dancing in his chair. Mm-hmm. And, and you guys didn't get to see that, but I got to see it mm-hmm. for free. And so now he can't see aroused. because his eyes melted. Um, I can't so, see my eyes are flat. I can't. Wait. Oh, Lord. I can't feel wrong. my face. Never mind. Um, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. Is so the first when, porn film but, I ever purchased. Yep. Daddy's first. Anyway, go ahead. Um, when the queen is approaching the mirror, what does she say? Mirror, mirror on the wall, who's the fairest of them all? I mean, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some people think that it's magic mirror on the wall. Mm-hmm. We just figured maybe out it's like clues. the. Uh, gosh, what is it in? Uh, the Middle East, where they have like the knockoff versions of famous films, I don't think like where there's, say that, John. Uh, where there's there, like there is. Oh, I read it. No, you know, after after all the stuff I said about the Stanford, uh, the Leland Stanford Junior University Marching Band, and how I fact checked all those, and University? I found that none of the things I said were true or had any sort of basis in reality. I'm not going to try and remember things. Yeah, you're good. <laughs> 
So, uh, Something you got tickled any... in my mind when he said that. But anyway. What's got in that little uh, box? You remember CP3O with his solid gold body, yeah? Can C-P-3-O? you pronounce that again? CP3O. That's a C3PO. What to did the I say? Layman. You said CP3O. This is really my favorite recurring bit now. I'm just going to throw it out there. <laughs> Hashtag prayers for Michael. Hashtag slash Alderaan. Oh my goodness. Okay, but you remember C3 P-O with yes. a solid gold body, right? Yeah. Except well, he's got an arm like some that silver. is not... Yeah, yeah. There's a replacement It's his leg. Arm. Oh, right? Like, I thought it was his arm. No. You might be thinking, this is confabulation. He has a solid red one in The Last Jedi. Okay. Solid red arm in The Last Jedi. All right. Yes. Screen capture didn't happen. I'll show you it later. I don't have a picture don't of it. Don't threaten me with a good time, Big But I have, read, I have read about this before. Okay. Um, have you seen Silence of the Lambs? It's a Jodie Foster vehicle featuring a young Anthony Hopkins playing Listen, an this older... isn't how this works. You don't get to ask us if we've seen a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I literally sat there and how I'm about like, we do I want to type this out. Have you seen yeah. Silence of the Lambs? Yeah, I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Sorry, I wasn't trying to gatekeep, uh... <laughs> it's okay, you do all the time. Our bits. Um, Michael I... has obviously been seeing Silence of the Lambs, considering he does the Buffalo Bill dance every night. Would you fuck Goodbye, me? horses. Um, I also put the lotion on my own skin. He also tweaks his nipple real hard right in front of the camera. So and then I get the hose hard. My hose. Anyway, oh, so... <laughs> when <laughs> Hannibal and uh, Clarice meet... How does Hannibal greet her? Well, With he doesn't hello, say Clarice, he doesn't say hello, Clarice, until much later on. Yeah, it's well, good morning no, initially it's... because he doesn't know who the fuck she is. Yep, you're right. Nerd. People think that it's hello, Clarice. Well, I mean, eventually, well, they just take I mean, the or they take the catchphrase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, they're projecting into the wrong time. Technically, that was supposed to be a bullshit, but uh, you caught it. I was going to say, no, it's Hello, Clarice, but you found it. Well, and it's also so. like the people who say that uh, the the phrase, I'll be back, was not featured in the original Terminator film. Was it not? Oh, it was. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wait, he, yeah. As no, he I... goes into the police station, yeah. when they tell him that he can't come in, he says, I'll be back, and then he drives the car through, which is why the line is iconic. But there are a lot of people who really believe he doesn't say it until Terminator 2, and that's why it's popular. Hmm. Absolutely insane. Interesting. Continue. I'm sorry. No, you're good. I wonder if... I didn't actually catch that one, but I've done other things like uh, the Luke, I'm your father... He doesn't say that. He right. says, no, I am your I father. I am your father. <laughs> um, remember when we learned about the founding of our great nation and all about the founding fathers, including the ones who became U.S. presidents? You know, Washington, Adams, Hamilton, Jefferson, Madison, and Moreau. No. I mean, what history class were you in? You didn't cover your first, your presidents? I mean, I, I tried to cover them once. They, you know, ran away from me. Since you guys didn't bite, uh, some people think Hamilton was a president. Yeah, well, I mean, he does have a musical about him. I was going to say, isn't that just a lame musical? How many, I mean, Andrew Jackson doesn't have any Is it a lame him. musical? I haven't even listened to it. I haven't heard it either. I'm not cultured, really so. Yeah. I've heard some of the songs, I guess. Well, okay, well, yeah, all right. All right. Yeah, well, sorry, I didn't mean to be accidentally stupid. ignorant on that one. Usually I'm purposely No, I was, I was just, I'm trying to kill your jokes now. It's like Just because somebody, I did that all last time. Well, Michael, uh, how many animals did Moses take on the ark? Um, 
I don't know, five, six. Um, Moses did not have an ark. Ah, that actually reminds me of a, okay, okay. So my girlfriend is from Kentucky. Okay. And I'm sorry. There's always talk about. Are you actually blood relatives or? I'm not from Kentucky. Well, that it should be illegal to have a relationship with it then. No, that's that's Alabama. Roll Tide. Tide. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> no, um so but there's Louisville. Cardinals. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're related yeah. to Stanford. So there's a joke they that they've been doing What do you stand for? Um You're welcome. <laughs> I had to head it off at the pass. Um the question is, how do you pronounce the capital of Kentucky? Louisville. Louisville? No, it's Frankfurt. <laughs> oh fuck fair well done yeah she told me that apparently I thought it was they Memphis. do that all the time that's really good that's you silly <laughs> wait, goose wait, wait, I didn't get, say wait, it again say I thought it, it was Memphis I don't get it you don't it's Tennessee who? Seats Tyken where? Seats Tyken who's that? Seats <laughs> Tyken no I'm not hungry thanks John and Herpes <laughs> go together like peas and carrots that oh, is oh another true. one I found that's not on here it's not life is a box of chocolates. Life is like a box of chocolates. Oh, no, sorry. Life was like a box of chocolates. Something it seems like, like weird semantics things on some of it. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. no, there's a lot of things like that. I didn't want to put that in because I already had a couple of movie quotes. And I'm like, eh, okay. I'm not going to beat that. General yeah. conflation. I yes. think we've got it. Yes. Confabulation. But I'm going um, with the actual word. Confabulation. So, not infotainment. I'm going to cover just the actual causes very briefly. Do it. Um, a lot of it's just susceptibility. But before you suggest- do that... Oh, sorry. Yes, by all means. We have a sponsor. <gasps> Gasp. And this one goes back on point with our actual sponsors. Thank God. I know. I'm sorry. I will never again bring anything that might actually garner us some money. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> So, this week, we are brought to you by our marvelous and supportive sponsor, Deathbed. You spend nearly half of your life sleeping on a mattress, but you'll spend your entire afterlife in a casket. So why settle for a subpar eternal rest? At Deathbed, everything we do is in service of helping our users go to their grave with confidence that your desiccated mortal remains will be nestled in comfortable, quality fabrics, and supportive foams to ensure you'll rest as well as you ever did while you were living. A coffin doesn't have to be a foreboding death bullet. It can be a cozy and secure case to keep the bugs and archaeologists at bay for a millennia. Disinformed listeners can receive a free Super Sleeper anti-worm foam pillow top for your killer casket, free. Just enter the offer code IDIOT at checkout, and you'll be resting in peace for a price that won't have you turning over in your grave. That's offer code IDIOT at deathbed.com to keep spare... Nope. That's offer code IDIOT at deathbed.com to spare yourself the indignity of eventually winding up as worm food. Deathbed. Rest easy for eternity. No joke. My most recent ex, her and her now husband, uh, are goths Mm -hmm. or whatever. Gothic? She's a... Gothic. 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 How how thick is it? Uh, how, how how bad is it? Um, she's a personality chameleon, so she'll just turn into whoever she's dating. Mm. Um, so essentially, they've she's had him build mini coffins for her, and like it's been this big thing that I've been seeing on her Instagrams every now and again. I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? So the entire time that you were saying that, hey, if you are hearing this. 
The offer code is real. The site is real. Go have at it and get your savings. Uh, it's all made for you. Mm-hmm. Stop go, being worm food. Go get it, Satan. Also, by that same rationale, if she had dated me, would she also be another fat guy? Probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's legit. I need I, some banana bread. Could you make me some? <laughs> so it got us into this mess in the first place. Indeed. Michael, I'm sorry. Please continue. <laughs> I had to reset after that because I didn't get that at all. Or the banana um, bread. I don't think you've actually heard this story. John, would you like to make this make sense? Would you Would you regale Michael? Um, By all means. You? I'm almost done, so. Yeah, I mean, you might tell it better. <clears throat> so one evening, break. We are, uh, we're hanging out on John's patio. It is John, his sibling, his girlfriend at the time, and myself. And she is trying to relate something to our band's experience at some sort of an event. Important note, this is when the band was fresh. Like, we just played our first full mm-hmm. band show. We were, what, a seven-piece for yep. that time frame? Um, it was, I just told some of this story yesterday. Or, not this story, but how obnoxiously we used to... Anyway, go ahead. Mm-hmm. So... A, another member of our band happens to be another gentleman who is somewhat large in stature, and this will be as uh, respectful as I can be in the context of setting up the story. So X uh, was uh, essentially trying to tell John a story about the other individual, and she kept stumbling over his name because she couldn't remember it since we were in the nascent stages of the band. And she goes, um, you know, the other fat guy. But she said it while, like, looking directly and, in Shane's eyes. Like, short of pointing at me and being like, not wow. this one, the other one. And then Rude. she began to sort of attempt to, like, effusively apologize. And she kept trying to come up with ways to sate whatever anger was boiling up. And I wasn't upset. I no, just was not like, at oh, all. wow, that's ridiculous. You're an idiot. You did exa- <laughs> yeah, you did exactly what you should do. It was like... Well, I would be angry, but it would be lost on your intelligence, so I'll just flat out call out the fact that you were being a fucking bitch. And <laughs> this is one of those, like, oh, wow, if I could actually throw you over this balcony right now, but I don't want to waste the calories to get you over the edge. And then she's like, well, what can I do? I want to I want to make it up to you. She's like, can I, can I bake you some banana bread? And I'm like, oh, sweetheart, that's what got us into this problem in the first place. <laughs> yeah, so sorry for the deep cut friendship uh, thing in there, but that's one of those stories that you just can't really let go like it's it's world building uh, that is world building so yeah, yeah it's oh, banana man. bread that's how you soothe mm. the uh the wounded ego so it's okay if you attack anybody's physical appearance as long as you promise to bake them something afterwards mm-hmm. what if i already bring it knowing that i'm going to do that then you can is teach our president a thing or two <laughs> only if the Oof. only thing you're baking is my dead body after you throw me into a deathbed <laughs> <laughs> again Offer code IDIOTS at checkout. I'm telling you, you'll rest easy for eternity. Anyway, we've been uh, fucking this dog long enough, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Now you so, hold its head. I'm... <laughs> Arf. Bow, wow, um, wow, yippee oh, yippee ow. Ooh, good reference. You're welcome, go. Alright, so, although we might think of memories as being strengthened when recalled... That's or foam. That was the most <laughs> desperate attempt. Hey, we were going from deathbeds. I'm, I brought it back. I'm trying to keep it on point here. I know it was horrible. I'm sorry. Go. The truth is actually more complex. Uh, recalling a memory activates the neurons composing the memory, spurring them to further connections. It's, that's where the studying 
and re or strengthening through like reapproaching it or approaching it from different angles, yada yada yada. Okay. By doing that, it's called essentially reconciliate, reconsolidate, reconsolidation. I told I told myself I wasn't going to mispronounce it. Reconsolidation. To Fuck. be fair, we have been just hate fucking you with mispronunciation. So, uh, you know, English isn't my first language. English, anguish, uh, English, anguish is my anguish first language. is my first language. Yes, without question. Gibberish is mine. Well, um, it's evidence of like how difficult it is to rewrite neural pathways. I have been living at a new address now for three months. We have a monthly oh God, recurring gig up in the North Valley, and then I have to drive home. Because it's only a once-a-month gig, I have gone the wrong way Fair. every time for the first three months until this last one where I finally made a point as we were leaving. I'm like, I'm not going to get on the 101 and go the wrong way. I'm going to stay on the 17 and go to our actual home as opposed to our old one. When, so, I, yeah. when I was learning how to drive, uh, I was... My mom basically taught me how to drive. Mm-hmm. So I'd be in the passenger seats when I had my learner's permit, and she's the one that introduced me to autopilot. She's as the far one who as introduced mental... me to stick shift. So. <laughs> hey, how how is my mom? How... She's great. She's a little rough on the brakes these days, but, I mean, you can still get her in park. That's all right. Yeah. Just... <laughs> I'm sure you can squeak up some of the Lucy wheels there. I uh, think, you know, get enough lubricant on the... Uh... The old sockets there. Oh, it sorry, been God. A sorry, lot Mom. In the last couple of uh, you know weeks. Anywho, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, she introduced me to the term of autopilot as mm. you exemplified. Where now it's a thing for me as well. Like I, it's scary to say, but there are some short drives where it's like I don't remember getting here. <laughs> just I'm here. Wait, how did I get home? Yeah. Um, sometimes I? that's particularly scary if you've had a beer. <laughs> or guys, 20. I need help. <laughs> <laughs> I the intervention a beer starts three days ago. Oh, how did I get goodness. here? I am so sorry that we keep getting you off topic. We've nearly gotten you to. to no, I, I to actually structured this so with that, that we could fuck you. Yeah, through the I whole only thing have again. Of- Instead of five pages, like last time, I only have three pages of content. And at the end of it, he says, I actually wrote a fucking outline. Yeah. Uh, Sorry to Edgar you to throw in another You're the Worst reference. Oh, I figured I would be the Edgar out of anyone here. You are an Edgar, but you're handsome. Hey, now I get to do the Michael face. Wait. It's a vehicle on FX, but now (laughs) FXX, and it ran for five seasons. Well, And you would actually enjoy it. Anyway, yeah, I think you would. Well, when it's... we get to FXXX, I'll watch. So will I. They do have sex in there. Thank yeah. God. Can we? Oh, there's fucking in there. <laughs> there is plenty of fucking in there. All right. Well, give uh, me the load, sir. So, all right. But, so this reconsolidation, yes, nailed it, can reinforce learning over time by strengthening neural connections. Neural! Damn it! <laughs> By strengthening neural connections and allowing the formation of new associations. But obviously, taking a memory apart and putting it back together again makes that memory vulnerable to losing its fidelity. Essentially, by trying to remember something over and over again, you can accrue errors. It's like putting a puzzle together. If you're not paying attention, you may lose a piece or two under the couch and you'll never miss them. Until you try to put the puzzle back together again. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Exactly. Gotcha. Yeah. And this is where I got the example for the Alexander Alexander Hamilton as a U.S. president. Um, they they did a study on false memory, which investigated uh, who most Americans identify as U.S. presidents. Uh, more the subjects were more likely to incorrectly select Hamilton, but not several actual former presidents. Grover and Cleveland. because yes, the second term, the first term, they got fine. Well, you should. Non-consecutive terms in office are very important for us to remember. Mm-hmm. All of the one guy. Yes. Um, because neurons that fire together, wire Stay together. together. <laughs> it, it was in air quotes, that's what, yeah. Well done. A connection between past presidents and Hamilton, because there were a lot of founding fathers that were presidents, I actually listed all of them that were founding fathers. Um, the fun fact, the first non-founding father president was actually the son of the second founding father it was john quincy adams the eighth because i looked this shit up because i was trying to be smart about my jokes or my my bullshit a lot of individuals also think ben franklin was a president as well i wanted to go from that perspective as well but yes okay so that was essentially the end of what I was going to do until I found a footnote at the end of the false memory thing. More quantum, fa- quantum physics? It's quantum yes, mechanics. It's yes. a Trump conspiracy. <gasps> so since I have covered conspiracy theories, I honestly see them everywhere now. Apparently there is a conspiracy covering Trump. CERN, which is the yeah. European NASA. Oh my God. And the only reason the I know this because of fucking Dan Brown. What? I'm not even. I am embarrassed, but I'm not embarrassed. I know he covers <laughs> certain. Um, I never saw Angels the movie, but I wanted to because they have antimatter, and I was interested in it. And I saw the first anyway. That's why I understand well quantum done. physics so well, because I read Angels and Demons by Dan Brown. I'm gonna ignore that. It's got uh, an advanced particle accelerator system. Yeah, the Large Hadron Collider, yes. actually. Yes. Specifically, CERN's experiments at the Large Hadron Collider have caused the world to shift into an alternate reality where Trump oh, has become president. This. I've heard this, yeah. Yeah, this was actually a CNBC article from 2017. Uh, link is also, will be in the fake show notes. News. Um, they actually, physicists were decrying this whole thing as fake news. <laughs> Worst <laughs> publication ever. Trump theorists hey, said that men- their work is unimpeachable. Again, just politic oof. Um, Trump theorists cite the Mandela effect, a phenomenon that occurs when large groups of people believe something that happened, even though evidence shows it is true. Um, in Trump's case, conspiracy theorists have cited evidence like his quote on terrorist attacks on Sweden and assertions that Muslims were cheering in the streets after 9-11, which I do think I saw that tweet, which obviously didn't happen. Uh, both events, which they believe st- uh, stern, come from memories of a parallel universe Trump used to reside in. A shift could also explain a rash of unprecedented outcomes in sports, like the Chicago Cubs winning their first World Series since 1908, <laughs> and Donald Trump's election to the presidency, despite most polls predicting Hillary Clinton would win. And I almost pronounced her name correctly. I came across that, and I was you like, everything Hillary? just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking with that you. That is the best Epstein horror didn't film kill ever. Himself. Anyway, Hillary um, Clinton. Oh my goodness! Wait, that's actually a film. I would no, it should be. Watch that. Um, but yeah, kill Hillary. I I just found that it's there's a psychological term for once you've heard it, you'll see it everywhere. 
Yes. Um, I don't remember what it is, and I don't care enough Just to look call it, it a blue car theory. I was trying to sure. find videos. Uh, it's on the. Well, it happened to me a while ago, but I one of my ex bandmates. Fuck, is this ten years ago? Shit. Many moons um, ago. He became a conspiracy theorist overnight. Like he shaved his fucking head. This is like after he'd violently quit the band. Like he owed drug money or something. It, it, it was really severe shit that was shit. going down. Mm. And then he finally, like, he came to my apartment. It was actually the first time I lived in this city. Um, <laughs> Left a good impression on you. It did. Um, he came over to my apartment. He's ranting and raving. And then we ended up watching some YouTube video series that he had found. And it was like almost four hours long. And I was just watching it. Just I had nothing to do. Like I was just fucking bored. And he wasn't. He was weird and really into it, but he wasn't, like, harmful, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. But it was all about Illuminati and the music industry, and it was, after that, for about a month, all I could find were Illuminati. I think it was right when the Illuminati stuff, like, really was blowing up oh, in pop so with culture. Oh, so with who, Kanye, or? Uh, this, from what I remember, it was uh, Eminem, Rihanna, Jay-Z. Jay-Z, that's what it and was. And it was yeah, analyzing yeah. music videos, but particularly it was a hyper focus on Eminem's career and his arc of being accepted into the Illuminati and then deciding to exit the Illuminati, in which case they ran a smear campaign and got him super addicted and fucked up on drugs. So that's why he went sober and then came back. And it's so convoluted. But anyway, that's... I mean, I would say out of all the conspiracy theories, that's probably the most tame. Okay. Compared to, I mean, Weird compared flex, to like flat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Because well, I've heard to the no, no, no. elite and the other yeah, things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I do want to eventually cover, but I'm I, I like, a, I like the yeah. lizard people conspiracy. Yeah, that's, the reptilian the elite. I, I might cover that eventually if I feel like I can get enough stuff for something substantial. But yeah, yeah, so that was my foray into the Mandela effect and my realization that no matter where I turn, quantum mechanics. Um, you did choose a fuck of a field to get beat over the head incorrectly with. <laughs> well, see, but then in uh, the same correlation, like you're talking about, that happens to be the section I'm reading in Wolves of the Kala that has that same sort of correlation. It's present in 112263 where they talk about sort of like stratifying of reality based on sort of like alternate realities created by any time you make a decision or change something. Which is and, fine. I'm okay with the whole alt- like multiverse, right, like that right. sort of thing, but... When they start trying to apply more than just, like, because the couple of articles, I think, like, at least one or two of them that are in the show notes, they talked about, um, I can't remember, I can't, I don't know why I'm forgetting his name. Oh my goodness. Schrodinger. Wow. Mm, okay. I, I'm just gonna hand in my physics diploma right That's now. That's the nerd I, of the fucking cats, right? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I also it, forgot yes. about cereal but, today. I was trying to tell somebody about podcasts, I couldn't remember cereal. I thought Which you meant the like, most the popular thing of cereal. Um, yeah, so. I was like, it's something that you pour in a bowl and you pour milk yes, on. It, so yes. I just don't know. But um, oh, I'm always going to do this for the rest of time. Schrodinger, um, with his Schrodinger's cat and the superposition stuff. That's what led other people to really believe in multiverse stuff, which is fine because that becomes more of a metaphysics, more philosophical approach, mm-hmm. which is I'm okay with. But when you start trying to use like the quantum mechanical superposition of the particles somehow altered your fundamental reality and caused you to shift. No. Like, and I can't imagine, and I, please, if this is the case, just lie to me and say it isn't. Stephen King doesn't start quoting quantum mechanics. He no. has, no, okay. he invented it, so he doesn't need to. 
Exactly. Well, yeah, and I, that's one thing I really respect about Stephen King is that he doesn't. He's very descriptive with things, but he doesn't do the science, the pseudoscience psycho babbler. He's the, not the Michael Crichton version yeah. where it's like, let me explain this for forty-seven pages before I get back in. Also, the to the listeners, yeah, exactly. you guys need to understand by now that we're basically fifteen percent of Stephen King podcast. Uh, we're the getting there. Future. We're ratcheting so, up to about thirty-five. It, it started yeah. at three percent, and uh, ever since it's just rising. So just just. Brace yourself, because eventually there's not going to be any lies, and it's just going to be full reviews of, of Stephen King books. Yes, so. we're, we're going to have a, a heavy competition going. The and other thing, it up. also relates to, for those who are fond of the Amazon series, The Man in the High Castle. Which I is why I threw the Philip K. Dick thing. thing. I need uh, to watch that. The book is really great, So it, because of it, showed a, it shows now. the fabric of reality kind of breaking between the two worlds. So they actually... Oh, because they can... They, they, access our world or whatever in one of the later plots or something yes in the apparently i have not seen the show in the show they they access everything through movies is what i was told Hmm. but in the book it is actually there is a book that was written is like the grasshopper lays quietly in the tall reeds or something and that is what sort of helps everybody to get kind of the glimpse of the other reality Hmm. Where it depicts the world where the Allied powers won the war. Hmm. And so that's how... But there are other instances. For instance, um, a gentleman living in San Francisco starts to see the Golden Gate Bridge being constructed. Hmm. And he's manifesting it. And he has a moment where he has like an existential crisis. And he has to put like a, a little talisman that he's holding into his mouth. And that is what gives him sort of the ability to transcend reality and actually seize it. So he breaks through the reality into the other reality because he, broke he focuses. Dude to the other side? Indeed. Ha! My Musical God, reference. you did a reference. <laughs> oh, you're Not adorable. So, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's what it makes me think of as well. Philip K. Dick's stuff is fantastic. So, yeah. It was, uh, it was the doors. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right, cool. Yep. Nailed it. Got the pun. <laughs> Oh, well, you are the lizard king. I've said it. <laughs> you don't Damn know it. who you're talking to. So, Michael, any other lies? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I guess since I we, we got say, into Yes, the... because I realized you fell for all of my trap cards. Like, literally. Uh, Trump ex- cards for, or trap uh, cards? Except for the Hello Clarice. You fell for you fell for them. Pretty hook, line, and sinker. I mean, actually. I tend to. I'm um, a romantic. You mean Berenstein hook, line, and sinker? Berenstein Bears, mispronouncing. It's spelled with an A, A I N. Yeah. Uh, I pled the fifth on that one. I just made a stained joke. Yeah. He came from it. He came from the other reality. Oh, I come for everything. Yeah. So uh, it ends with an A I N. One explanation for the variant in the spelling is that names ending in Stein are far more common than those ending in Stain. Okay. People's recollections are distorted by prior associations and expectations. Dr. Nick Riviera over here. Guy! <laughs> um, also, uh, it is mirror, mirror, or I'm sorry, it's magic mirror on the wall. It's not mirror, mirror on the wall. Okay. Yeah. Um, I there... hate Disney, by the way, in case I haven't told you. <laughs> there was actually a movie that was released in 2012 called Mirror, Mirror, which probably helped contribute to the Mirror, Mirror. As opposed to Mirror Mask, yes. Magic mirror, and then the Hello Clarice, and that was essentially. Oh yeah, and you already caught the Hamilton too. Well, I gave you the Hamilton. Yes, because you guys dirty Hamilton. Yeah. Yes, because mm. I I realized yes. that I wrote it as a question instead of just saying, "Oh, 
here are the presidents, and then just moved on. Like, that that took me a, probably, like, 15, 20 minutes to think through, because I wanted to set it up so that you would have guessed at something, but then I realized that you guys didn't, so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'll Franklin, just Franklin, my dear, I don't give a damn. Yes, and that is, that is essentially it. But okay. everything on the Trump conspiracy was true. And I, I just wanted what to mention a... that because... Yeah. These are troubling Fuck. times. <laughs> what a nice palate cleanser from all your flat earth on. bullshit. Oh my god. Yeah. This is oh, way yeah. more palatable. Uh... Yeah. I just didn't expect quantum mechanics to get I mean, it. wait. It's no Stanford tree. What do you no. stand for? What do you stand for? I'm going to keep doing it. Because nice. you did it like three times uh, during that episode. I did. What do so, you stand for? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's it. Thirty second pitch because I mentioned it the last two episodes because I edited them and I called yeah, it. Do I'm it. just going to co-op your thing and I'm going to keep mentioning that it was your thing, kind of just to rub it in, I guess. Yeah, kind of rub my culture ass yeah. thing. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. It's my culture now. I'm going to celebrate it. And Can not someone clip it. that? <laughs> it's my culture now. <laughs> so it's, Give me that, give me that, give me that thing. Um, So, 30-second pitch. Uh, The Mandela Effect was pretty much coined by some pseudoscience uh, paranormal investigator to uh, pretty much talk about false memories uh, held by a lot of people. And they're explained because people are terrible at remembering shit. Sam, I know you listen to this. That's directed at you. Yeah. It wasn't until he mentioned it. Now it is. You can't just blame it on the news anymore. On the app. It's not your fault that you're out there getting loose. Oof. Fuck loose? <laughs> you. Gotta blame it on the goose, yeah. Blame uh, it on the juice, baby. Alright, Mother Goose. <laughs> well, thank you all for hanging out with us and for, you know, trying to reroute your synapses to remember where to find us. Speaking of which, I realize I have neglected to Did do it, this for a couple of times. Time. Yes, yeah. yes. I didn't want to so, say it, but... If you are keen on keeping up with us on the social network, and I know you are, you can find us at uh, Instagram. We are at Disinformed Podcast. Uh, you can find us Facebook.com slash Disinformed Podcast. And we are on the ins- on the uh, incels. We are <laughs> we are not on incels at all. <laughs> you can find us on Twitter at Disinformed Pod. So, if you like what we do, rate and review, check us out, give us a little listen, and give us some love on iTunes and Spotify and Podcast Addict and all those places that you may prefer to get your podcasts. That's that's the reason I coined it. Oh, look at you. Oh, I declare this episode finished. (laughs) (laughs) Look at you, man. You're quotable. Hey, shit, shit, can we pop in with a little uh, special investigations unit real quick? You got that in you? I do. Law and order. <laughs> Asshole time. Well, that's going to do it for this week's ungodly edition of the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <sighs> Thank you for coming, kids. Don't worry. We'll impeach it later. <laughs> <laughs>